Welcome to the Keto Savage Podcast. I am your host, Robert Sykes. Today we have special guest, Ruberth Valencia, aka Keto Tito. And we're going to be talking about his first competition experience, Keto Flu. We're going to be talking about all kinds of good stuff here. So this is episode two. So go ahead and sit down, relax, and tune in. This is Robert Sykes. Welcome to the Keto Savage Podcast. I got special guest, Ruberth Valencia, a.k.a. Keto Tito, in the house. How you doing today, man? Doing good, man. Thanks, thanks. I really appreciate this. It's nice to be here. Hello, everyone. (laughs) So tell us about yourself, man. What uh, You and I met after you were in ketosis. What were you doing before, and what kind of motivated you to jump on the keto train? Yep, that's right. Well, I started keto in April, and well, basically after a long time of you know just having problems with uh, carbs and post uh, competition gain weight rebound, I just had a hard time getting back into the swing of things. You know, I was still tracking macros. Um, I did even fit your macros. I, I tried to do it all. You know, I experienced a lot of different styles of eating and. Uh, no matter what, I just had problems with binging and uh, and carbs. And, you know, I don't think, I don't blame carbs or anything, you know, that, you know, the stigma or anything. It's just, it was just me. And then I started doing research for myself for uh, keto. I, I heard a lot about keto. I follow, you know, um, Dr. Jacob Wilson. I, I saw a lot of things regarding ketogenics. I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take a look at this. Did my own research and, uh found a lot of good things and I just basically the opposite of what everything everyone ever told you in the health industry you know fitness industry about fats you know I just couldn't believe it myself it was overwhelming that when I started it you know I, I had I just like I still felt like I was doing something wrong and that's where all my keto mistakes came in the beginning but nonetheless I'm really happy that I actually like found this this lifestyle, I like to call it lifestyle because I don't really look at it as a diet anymore because I'm basically free, like free to free to have a healthy relationship with food once again. And that's the best part about it. Shoot, Jim, so. it's awesome. It's pretty crazy when you tell people like the amount of fat that you eat and they just look yeah. like that's got to be unhealthy. How come you're not fat? You got probably clogged arteries. You're going to die of a heart attack next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would experience that all the time. And like even recent, recently at my job, you know, um, just they see me eating all this fat and they're like, oh my God, sweetie, you're going to die. Like, you're going to have, you know, all this so bad for you. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, it's not like that. <laughs> I try to explain it to them and they're just looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, I'm it's like, like, it's okay. All the medical books, all the stuff you hear in school, you know, it's like the 90s, they were pounding about how everything had to be low fat and like everything started in the super source, started being, you know, fat free and that's led to more problems than the fattier foods. Yeah, so that's right. It's, it's interesting. So go go into detail about your uh, your first competition experience. Like you said, you were doing flexible dieting and um, whatnot leading up to it. What were you doing before you even started dieting? Uh, before I started dieting, I was I had no no restrictions. 
uh, before my competition. Yeah, I'm in the military, so um, I was I was deployed overseas, and uh, while I was overseas, I had no restriction of foods. I just had in my mind, you know, my mindset was, okay, I'm just gonna eat healthy. And you know, I, I didn't realize then, but like what I was eating then it was like particularly low carb. I just had like maybe maybe sometimes I like to think it was like a targeted keto. Or something because all I had was basically oatmeal in the morning that I would just have veggies for the rest of the day and um, maybe you know some brown rice or some type of uh, starch sweet potato uh, for dinner or here and there so most of the time you know I just schedule was really really busy um, I woke up in the morning would do a PT run three miles you know go to work, swag, go to the gym. It was, you know, a daily thing. So cars was, wasn't really a problem then. So I just burned it all off. Then uh, when I came back home, you know, I started making my own food again. And I was still, you know, with the mindset of, of you know, being fit and being healthy. But I really wanted to do a competition. So, you know, that's, that's what I was motivated to do. So I decided I was going to do the competition. And for my competition prep, I decided to get a, you know, to have some guidance and see what I should do for macros in terms of that. And uh, I was starting to eat, you know, a basic, you know, bro diet. And I was doing all right, you know, it got hard because then, you know, that's when I started to realize more about macros. And that's when I started to read more and numbers. And it was a number game. And that's what got to me in my head lately. I mean, after that, you know, it got in my head. And basically, it, when I got uh, to my competition, which was July 11th, 2015 after my competition I just I just exploded basically had no type of no type of control for anything I craved foods that I never craved before and and that really kind of sucked because I never really cared about donuts all this pizza and stuff cookies I was never really like a sweet tooth type of guy until that and uh basically after that that's when I slowly started to gain some weight you know I got that water weight I lost that water weight, then I would go and do it again, bingey. Then it would be like a goal just to, like, I was a cardio bunny, like, back on cardio, just doing some intense cardio for, like, 45 minutes to an hour, and just, it was terrible. So that's when I started to look at fitness again, and I was like, this is my passion. Like, what's going on? Like, why am I getting stuck in this? Like, why is this happening to me? My number one thing that I love the most, I'm starting to hate. And that was the worst part. That's when I realized that, you know, I had to do something. And thank God, you know, now I'm happy where I am now, you know. I'm not, you know, where I want to be, but I'm definitely in the right direction. And once again, in the right mindset and healthy relationship with food and being able to enjoy my family and the people around me. So it was, it was really good. Yeah. That's good, man. It's, it's yeah. hard when you're when you're prepping and you realize that it's a numbers game and you have yeah. to account for every calorie basically and then you just yeah. like you're so strict on yourself counting everything weighing everything measuring everything out and then after the show is over like and you don't have to do that anymore it's really hard yeah. to like not just let yourself go and i don't know it's like your mind just loses itself yeah exactly it was it wasn't a good you know good feeling then but you know after all the experience you learn from everything and um you know i can definitely understand and relate to other people that have definitely gone through it you know it's it's not easy so definitely definitely takes a lot to to get past that and and get better 
and you know that's why I turned into into keto because you know a lot of people they still they still you know want to continue eating carbs and enjoy carbs. I personally thought that I would never be the person that would go without eating carbs, and here I am. So it's it's an amazing feeling. I mean, everybody thinks that oh come on, like really you're not gonna eat this. It's just once. It's not bad for you, but they don't really understand the, the reason why. Like I don't want to. You know why? It's a personal choice, not that you know. Like, if I want to have it, fine, I can have it, but I don't want to. You know, it's a personal choice, and, yeah. and, and everyone has their own choice to make, so. No, I, I agree completely, man. Like, people yeah. think that I'm being hard on myself because I don't allow myself to eat carbs, but it's like I honestly don't even want to eat carbs. So yeah, exactly. Like I'm losing anything, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's the point, and that's, that's the good thing. Like, that's how I know I'm in a healthy mindset because I could have it if I want it, yeah. I could get back in ketosis you know, right away, you know, soon, maybe, you know, a few hours the next day, but I just don't want it. And that's, that's how, you know, it's, it's a good feeling to know that you're in control, you know, yeah, not the other way sure. around. So that's and, the best. And there's like literally like a keto substitute for every meal out there. So it's not like exactly. you even have to deprive yourself of any specific taste or anything. And I could even say it's probably even better. Like the keto version of everything is, is even better than the carb version. Like, I personally think that I, I make some treats here and there, you know, keto brownies here and that, and it just like satisfies, satisfying no matter what, you know. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Like I think yeah. one of the main things, like obviously when I cut down for a show, I'm gonna have to track all of my calories and intake and whatnot. But just for like the general off season when I'm not so strict on counting my calories, I think it's much easier to instinctively eat on keto as opposed to having to like account for everything like i i can just eat instinctively and know that i'm hitting my numbers pretty Mac. close yeah that's what i love about it too like now i'm not always always tracking macros you know like i already know what i what my body likes and how it works and you know what fats um i like and my body prefers so it's way better you know so i don't go crazy tracking numbers all the time right right it's pretty good what uh what about your opinion on like um, going out to eat at restaurants and stuff? A lot of people, like they they know I'm on the keto diet, so they just assume that I can't eat anything at a restaurant. What the, what's your take on that? I think that people get surprised actually. Like for family, you know, um, I, um, it's real easy actually. And sometimes if you keep it real basic, you can just get a burger with some bacon and cheese. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's better than that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's. I don't think it's it's that bad. There's always something uh, low carb and keto friendly out there, so I don't think you have to worry or um, you know get anxious about what you're gonna eat. There's always something that you can have. That, it's uh, almost easier, that even you know. I mean, yeah. like, like if I if I go to a restaurant and I'm using carbs, I'm eating carbs. I I don't really know what the macros are on that, unless of course you you know ask them for like the menu with the breakdown and everything. But like. On yeah. keto, if I'm eating instinctively, I just tell them to like make a burger and hold the bun, you know. Yeah, and I true. eat it and not worry about it. If I'm full, I'm I'm good. I don't have to like force feed myself or anything. I just eat instinctively, and if I if I feel satiated, I know I'm on the right track. Yeah, and that's the best part of feeling satiated because that's that's what keto is all about. You just feel satiated and you feel full. You don't need anything else, and that's the best feeling when you go out and do that too. So it's not bad. How many meals a day are you eating about right about now? Uh, about three meals, you know. And right now, though, since I'm you know doing um, 
a pre-workout meal, post-workout, like drink, basically pre-workout drink and post-workout drink. You know, just have um, some MCT oil before working out with uh, about half a scoop of protein. So if you account for those, you can say it's five, but really it's just three meals. So it's real easy. It's and it's not even that hard like before. Uh, I was eating about seven, eight, eight meals a day when I was uh, doing a feature macros or bro dieting and uh, competition. I was eating so many meals, it was overwhelming, prepping for it, and it was just all over the place. I, I was lost my mind when I had to lose, like eat every three hours, you know, that that like mentality of, you know, oh, I have to eat, I have to eat. like. You know, that's that's when it all started. Like, oh, I have to eat, and then you started overeating, and then, you know, yeah. that's when it, that's how it all starts for me. That's how it all started for me. It's incredibly inconvenient when you have to have yeah. seven, eight meals worth of Tupperwares lined up for the day, especially if you're working or going to school or traveling or anything. You know. Yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I don't miss them. No, I don't miss them one bit. Yeah, same here. So, Thank God. I don't, wanna, I don't want this to go on too long here, but just kind of go into detail if you don't mind real quick yeah. about like um, your energy and your training, your strength, how that's been affected by keto. Because a lot of people, you know, they assume that one, you can't get a pump without carbs um, yeah. and you can't like, you're not going to get as strong. They think that uh, without that glycogen, you're not going to be able to build any muscle. So what's what's been your experience thus far? From my experience, uh I don't think it's not true that you can't get a pump. I, I get some awesome pumps in the gym. I'm just looking in the mirror to see my veins come out. But uh, in the beginning, when I first started keto, obviously, you know, I got the keto flu. And uh, everybody's experience is different. But definitely, when I had the keto flu, I definitely, um, some of my energy went down. That was That's obvious. And uh, some of my strength went down. But as soon as I, um, I, as soon as I finished, you know, when I got keto adapted or... Uh, got rid of the keto flu. Uh, I started to feel better, way better, and my performance got way better. Now, for example, I, I mean, I like to lift heavy and I like to play soccer on both both type of uh, sports. Uh, my strength went up and my athletic performance and endurance, like in soccer, went up. I was just running like maniac, just couldn't get tired. I just kept running and running. So I realized that when I realized that, I was like, all right, I'm definitely getting keto adapted i felt this focus while i was playing like i was like in the zone like i just couldn't get out of it i was just playing my best and and performing real well and then in the gym i started to do things that i haven't done in a long time uh like almost a year ago i try to lift like 285 which is not much you know that lift 285 and uh, uh about a week or two ago i i attempted that and i did you know, I did it for five reps, and I was I was just like, okay, let's do this. I like it. It's awesome, man. Congrats. So, so, yeah, thank you, thank you. So you know, it was inspired by you. So you know, it was it was a good feeling, and I was like, all right, that means I can definitely go up. I can definitely do this. So it's a good feeling, and um, definitely don't you know don't fall into like what other people say. You know, it's you know you, you don't you lose all your strength, you lose muscle mass because definitely not true. You. Uh, you recover real quick after that keto flu. So pay attention uh, to your electrolytes and, you know, that'll fix it all. Yeah, about that, What uh, were you intaking that much sodium when you were having keto flu or did you not that much salt? When I started feeling real, like, foggy and stuff, I just automatically try to take a, a cup of soup of uh, uh, chicken broth and uh, I would feel a little better, but I wasn't consistent. 
Yeah. I was, I was, I was a, I was a noob and, uh, <laughs> I didn't really like know what I was doing all the time. So I just try to like search it up, you know, try to see what I can do. And that's when I got more, um, more educated on it and, you know, all my problems got, got fixed a little better. Yeah. I think, I think if there's any one thing that people could do to kind of bypass the keto flu symptoms or at least minimize, it would be to, you know, be intaking more sodium and drinking yeah. more water, you know, cause yeah. that's like the number one problem it seems. Yeah. And, um, that's what I was doing. I was, I had the pink Himalayan salt, put that on all my food and you know, everybody's saying, well, my guy, you're going to have high blood pressure. I still, I still did it. <laughs> have you, uh, have you like gone and gotten your, your heart rate and blood pressure and HDL and, uh, LDL lipid test anytime soon? I haven't yet, but I am going to, and um, I'm actually setting that up soon for a doctor, so doctor's visit, so I'll be excited for that. Yeah, man, definitely yeah. let me know what those results come back in. Yeah, for sure I will. I definitely want to see what my doctor thinks. For uh, <laughs> I want to see if he's one of those doctors that you know goes insane if I tell him I'm doing a high-fat diet. We'll yeah. see. I'll let you know about that, too. <laughs> yeah, def- I'm curious. I, I got mine done, um, I don't know, after about six months of doing keto, and uh, my numbers were like, my heart rate was like, I don't know, resting heart rate of like 50, 55. Oh, and then nice. uh, my HDL, the good cholesterol, was sky high, and my LDL was like way low, and my blood glucose was super low. The doctor looked at me, and they're like, your, your diet must be on point. What are you eating? And I'm like, well, right before I came in here, I had 20 pieces of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a good one. Yeah, so it, it's kind of cool to like, I don't know. There's just so much misconception about the diet. It's, it's it's cool to prove the naysayers wrong, you know. Yeah, exactly. And and there's always going to be people that you know that just will never change their mind or are just ignorant to to hear, you know what what health benefits there are to this. Even though you know the points are obvious, you know. So there's some people that that are just not not gonna accept it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The more the more exposure it gets, the more people learn about it. The the more it gets out there, and hopefully, um, changes more people's lives for the better. So, my yeah, life's that's been what improved, and it sounds like yours has too. So that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 like the number one benefit. You know, I, I was thinking like, you know, I want physical benefits too, but obviously, like, literally, what I care about the most now. You know, I had a different type of thinking before. Like, yeah, I just I want to see the physical benefits. But when I first, when after I started this, and I realized so much more to it, the liberation I felt from, you know, food and uh, like having an unhealthy relationship back then to now, it's like more mental benefits. Like, absolutely, the mental benefits are insanely favorable, and you just feel overall better and and like in life, just living life doing your thing going out day to day you just feel way better you know as, as a as a human performing wise the way your body works and everything just feel way better that the physical aspects and benefits of it became like second options to me that that will come with time you know you got to yeah. be patient and believe in yourself and that will come in time as long as you do what you have to do do it right and continue to to go for your goals that will come in time so no. that's what I realized and it's it's something amazing to realize so no, it's I really completely man for yeah. sure I, I was thinking about that the other day is like even if on my show I, the keto diet did not get me as lean as another diet I don't think that's going to be the case like I think I'm going to come in leaner yeah. but even if it didn't I think so too I would still stay on keto and stand behind it as a 
superior lifestyle choice because exactly. from like a longevity perspective, I think I'm going to be much healthier 20, 30 years from now. I mentally perform much better, which, you know, is advantageous to other areas of my life besides just bodybuilding. And I just feel better. My relationship with food is better. It's just a superior uh, option, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. The mindset is just way, it's in a better state overall than when, you know, you're not in ketosis or, you know, living ketogenic lifestyle. I agree. So, so tell me, Keto Tito, what's the next What's the next thing for you? You got another competition coming up or? Yeah, I'm planning. I'm planning on one. Definitely right now I'm experiencing, you know, with uh, calorie intake and everything. So I'm excited. I'm definitely, definitely looking into doing a natural show. I did an NPC previously, but I'm definitely um, excited about trying experiencing a natural show because that's what I'm looking forward to and um, making some more videos which I haven't made some videos lately on my YouTube so hopefully that, that'll be out It'll be, I've been uh, real busy uh, with work and life in general lately but I'm trying to make some time for that so definitely be on the look for that and I'll definitely let you know <laughs> that's what's awesome. coming up real yeah. quick uh, this is totally going off on a different tangent here but you said yeah. you're going to do a natural show you said you've done an NPC show I don't have anything against NPC shows. I don't have anything against people that use performance-enhancing drugs. But what I do have something against is last time we spoke, you said that that your coach had, for your first competition prescribed, you're taking like a a long list of... Oh, yeah, super subs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, go into detail about that real quick. Oh, yeah. So when I I first started, you know, got got my macros and everything on my meals, I saw a list of super subs, and uh, I I was just... Amazed, I was just like, "Wow, that's that's a lot of stuff." Like, you know, I, I didn't know half of the stuff what it was until I, I googled it, and uh, and I was like, "Well, there's no way, there's no way I'm ever gonna do this." So, you know, I told I told my coach, um, you know, with all respect, you know, uh, I'm not gonna be taking these, and you know, he responded back, and he was like, "It's all fine, just you know, don't be discouraged if you don't place because you know that's what everyone's taking and this." This is how it's done in this league, you know. This is the best league that there is. So I just said, yeah, I won't be. It's just I want this for myself as an experience. And you know, I was doing men's physique, so I was just I was just happy to be doing it. But uh, I I showed somebody else too my the the super subs who competes men's physique, and he's done various various shows, and he told me that that's insane how much how much. Uh, super subs I had to take for that's like a, meant for a bodybuilder in MPC and um basically I'm just glad I didn't make that decision and I'm glad that uh I'll be trying something else soon you know natural show so it's it's awesome yeah man and again I don't have anything against MPC I don't have anything against people that yeah. take the performance enhancing drugs that's a personal decision and more power yeah. to them but again, yeah, exactly. like it blows my mind that people don't give their own body in its natural state a chance to prove itself because you are so much more capable yeah thank you so are. true yeah and, and that was my first show and you know he knew that that was my first show but uh you know to go on and not even advise or you know encourage you know build your body you know you're still young for a few more years not even that you know to to get that feedback back would be very important too but i'm glad that i was in the state that i was and that uh i was conscious of that decision you know because i don't have anything against anybody who takes it you know it's each to their own but uh, you know it's just something that 
I didn't want nor don't want in my life. So yeah, it was it was a good decision that I made at the end. And the whole reason I got into bodybuilding, and I would venture to say the same is true for you with physique. But it's like you got into this sport in the first place to be healthy. You know, yeah, and like exactly. I mean, it's all about the long game. You know, people are always wanting to you know get on the the short game, take a super supplement, take a pill. You know, instant results, instant gratification. It's like this is something you do with the intention of doing it for the next 20, 30 years. So yeah, exactly. Be the best you can be for a lifetime, not just for uh, yeah, short term. Yeah, that's entirely true. You know, you have so much potential that, you you know, you don't even know yourself. The, bo- the body's capable of so much. And you know, to, to make a decision, especially at a young age, and, you know, you have so much, so much work, you know, going forward that uh, making a decision like that, you know, I understand if you want to be, you know, the best and you want to, you know, do super human things, then go right ahead. You know, that's that's for your own decision to make. But yeah, if you if you think you can achieve greatness on your own, too, then there you go. It's just all about believing. All about believing, man. You got to you got to believe in yourself before you can know what yeah. you're capable of. That's right. <laughs> well, Keto Tito, where can people go to find more out about you? What's your social media channels, whatnot? I oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you can find me on my Instagram. It's just Tito, period, Valencia. And on uh, my YouTube, you can search Keto Tito, or you can just search my name, which I should probably make an account for all of them. But Rupert Valencia, which is my name, R-U-B-R-T-H, Valencia. And um, you can find me on Facebook, too, if you want. And it's just my name, Rupert Valencia. That's about it. My Twitter game isn't that strong, so <laughs> mine, mine either, man. I'm having a I'm having a rough time growing my Twitter. It's like yeah, stagnant. Same, same here, yeah, same here. I, I haven't know the I'm trick. Really, yeah, me either. So, um, but my Instagram Instagram is really I'm more active. I'm the most active there. So definitely see some cool tips, uh, some nice videos, and some good information about keto and in general anything in life so very cool very cool well i'm sure uh, we'll see some more great things coming from you i'm excited for this next competition man i think you'll like doing the natural show the camaraderie backstage with everybody is just on a whole other level because everybody's going through the same stuff and supporting each other hell yeah right on me too i'm really excited and i'm glad to be here doing this podcast with you i appreciate (laughs) it man is there anything else you want the audience to hear know about you uh, you know, you can always reach out to me. Um, I'm easy going, easy to talk to, and you're always welcome, you know, for any type of uh, information that you need or just anything in general. You can all uh, reach me, reach for me. Uh, I'll always be here. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And I'll include all those social media channels and whatnot in the show notes. So if anybody wants to access that, there'll be links there as Thank well. Thank you. Appreciate that. That'll all right. Good. I'm going to sign off on this recording now. So... I'll talk to you later.